Shiroh. Hello. If you are ready, ready. welcome back. <laughs> I'm ready. Welcome back to the Shiroh. If you're ready, podcast. Today we are continuing our rock exploitation series, and we will be talking about the Foo Fighters foray into cinema uh, with their movie that just came out uh, called Studio Six Six Six. So as you may or may not know, um, the drummer for Foo Fighters, Taylor, did just pass away recently. Um, So that's a huge bummer because he was the man. And I've been lucky enough to see the Foo Fighters twice um, in concert and just dope as hell. So very, very sad. But I'm glad that they have this in their catalog to just kind of capture him yeah exactly and it was just very silly um the whole uh, you know it was just a lot of fun but yeah so we're gonna be talking about studio 666 which is basically the foo fighters it's a horror movie of recording an album um and not just like oh the horrors of of recording an (laughs) album like oh band troubles like an actual silly devil horror movie <laughs> or blood guts killing all raccoons Lemon <laughs> <Raccoon>. squares <laughs> yeah the occult yeah yeah all all the things mcgruber i mean not mcgruber but the guy who plays mcgruber, McGruber. <laughs> pizza man you know yeah the living the stakes extra ranch <laughs> All the ranch. <laughs> you can never have too much so, ranch. So, so the plot. Go. So, so tell tell us the plot. So it's basically you start off, and the beginning of the movie is in the '90s in Encino yep. in this house, and you see what is the demise of like the final band member of some of a band that was trying to record in there, and it's brutal. Oh my god, it's brutal! Like before you even see this girl get did you see one of her bandmates, she looks over and his jaw is just like ripped off. Ripped off. Yeah. And you see like the tape deck spinning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. And you see the tape deck spinning and she goes, we did everything you wanted. And then she gets murked with a hammer. And uh, yeah, you see her bones sticking out of her leg as she crawling with the blood. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So starts out super gory. They all get did. And then it says Studio 666 and it goes and it cuts to the Foo Fighters in a conference room at what is, uh, we assume their label. Um, Now present day-ish, 2019. Yes, right, right. Um, And with their, I guess, studio rep, Shell, um, who is played by, um, I forget the actor's name, but he is Larry David's manager in curb your enthusiasm oh oh yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah oh 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 we're so bad we didn't take any notes we didn't bring our notes to the session so i don't have that actor's name he Um, is is his name jeff garland no hold on so we're gonna look it up while we keep talking about it is Jeff jeff garland okay great great so he is their studio rep um and he is bothering them to produce an album. Where's my fucking album? And so they're being, you know, silly Foo Fighters about it. And they're like, listen, it's the 10th album. We just need to, you know, we need to get it done. So Shell finds them a house. And right, right away when he says, when he finds them the place to record, because they're like, we don't want to do just any suit, any, any, any 
studio to record this. And he goes, oh, okay. And he calls someone and she says, oh, the Foo Fighters. I thought the time would never come. And it's like all like goofy, sinister, but you know, like in the back of your head because of how the movie opened, you're like, oh, they're going to that fucking house. Oh, they're going Um, to that fucking house. And then you kind of know that Shell is in on it from that moment because he's sending them to that house and it's there's like that creepy vibe. So then they go and they're like, okay, well, this we don't know if we like this place. Um, you know, whatever. And then they make a noise in one of the rooms and Dave is like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, we'll put the drums here. This is it. We're going to be here. Yeah, he like loves the acoustics. He's like, oh shit, it's the death rattle. Oh, yeah. This is the sound (laughs) of our album. Exactly, exactly. So um, they get to the house, they start recording the album and then through a series of hilarious events there's just like weird things that go on and you see like these spooky ghost specters and you hear spooky satan noises and then through um some hilarity dave becomes possessed and is trying to finish this devil song um well yeah because Grohl he like finds a basement containing the satanic objects you know that are possessed by that deceased front man Yes, yes. And so he finds he the listens tape to deck. that demo tape. Yep, he listens he finds the tape deck with the recording that wasn't finished. Well, and before he sees that, he sees a dis a, a, a it looks like a it's a raccoon cadaver that looks like it's been opened oh, for fuck yes! viewing. That was in the basement. Yes. Yeah, and that's just on the wall and the blood is dripping down into this grate in the floor and you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, I guess if you know anything about the occult, you're assuming that that's a blood sacrifice feeding something, but you know, you don't know what yet. <laughs> if you don't know about the occult, yeah. <laughs> There's some shit going down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so it's literally draining this raccoon of, of its blood into the floor. And then he finds it. And at first he's like, oh my God. And then he finds the tape deck because it kind of calls to him. And um, he starts listening to it and he's like, oh, fuck yeah and just starts rocking out and so he's in this creepy ass basement just like headbanging rocking out the song does thrash like it's it is pretty fucking dope it is amazing (laughs) you feel the same as dave you're just like yes yes this is the shit and then it stops and he's like no there's got to be more there's got to be more that's the sound of the album and then it starts doing that devil shit and plays backwards and it's like i'll finish the song to release the blah 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 blah." and he's like oh no i gotta turn it off Ah!" and then before it, it says finish it finish it and then the specter, the ghoulie of the deceased front man appears and possesses Dave. Yes, yes. And forces him to continue production of the album. That's right. He has to finish the song. So then, you know, you're watching the band play and they're like, man, are we really going to do like a 30 minute song? He's like, oh, no, it's going to be longer than that. (laughs) (laughs) And they start doing the song. And he said, oh, he, he like he's he's like riffing for them what the song is and they were like okay well what key is this and he said it's l sharp and they were like what and he's like l sharp and they're like oh so it's kind of like e sharp but not the- no fucker it's l sharp <laughs> so they're like okay well. they're like they keep on trying to get it they're like yeah he's like no they just can't because they are not possessed. Um, there is not a demon that's go running through their instruments. But right. um, 
So they keep trying to make the song. They're just recording, you know, as they would eating snacks, all of that good stuff. And, uh, fucking yeah. Dave gets worse and worse and ends up starting to kill his bandmates as their portion of the song recording is completed. He just starts killing them and, and eating and eating them. them. Yes. Not only killing but he will dismember and eat them. And also eat, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So then the other bandmates find out what's happening and try in their efforts to try and depossess him, to um, exercise him. They also get did. And Taylor is, uh, no, Taylor's not the last one. They, they send Taylor inside to be like, you, the drum track's the only thing left. You got to distract him while, while we figure out how to exercise him. He's like, no, man, I'm not going in there. So he goes in there. He's fucking up on purpose. Dave knows. And then he finishes the track. And he's like, okay, man, I finished it. And gets a symbol right through the head. Yes. And then it's like stuck to the wall. Yep. And his body like nose down. His body just slowly goes down the wall and you yes. see the blood trail it's down you're just like it's, <laughs> it's no! super cool Taylor, that was so fucking sweet yeah. <laughs> um and then um you have the two bandmates left who are um i want to say the bassist and the rhythm i guess I don't know. Mendel and Smear. <clears throat> yeah, Mendel and Smear. I should know more. And my husband would be tisk tisking me right now. Um, but they're left. They try to exercise Dave. They successfully exercise Dave by making the pool a big vat of holy water. And he gets and the pool is nasty. The pool oh, yeah, that... is nasty. Gross. Um, but he get he dunks in there. And then he vomits out what is the demon of the front man, the deceased front man. All of his deceased bandmates come back um, and they take the book and they don't know. I guess Dave has finished the song. So Dave has done what the demons wanted him to do. So the sacrifice feeds the book, the demon front man of the 90s band gets basically killed again by his bandmates and then his demon soul goes into the book and releases opens a portal kind of um they all think it's all good and then shell and the realtor barbara come back and finish the job yeah you're all wondering when the hell the realtor and shill are gonna come back and be their weird ass selves. And then that's when they come. They come in their like st- ridiculous capes. Like they have black uh, yeah. capes with their regular ass clothes. And they come. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and rock like, and roll is not relevant. The devil will make it relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the devil. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's time for your solo career. Um, so they finish murdering the band. Dave mm-hmm. is like, no. And then it closes on Dave with his guitar and he's about to start, I guess, a show. And the guy comes in. He's like, oh, you know, five minutes. Are you, are you good? And he's like, never been better. And he's got the demon voice again. And so you realize, oh, no, <laughs> it's not Dave Grohl. So everybody, the Dave Grohl we know and love right now, he's a demon. He's the devil. He's, he's the, the devil. devil. 
it's not really Dave girl but this movie was super cool and this is a different style of rock exploitation in my opinion just because it is it's more like horror movie based on I mean it's rock band makes a horror movie so yeah (laughs) it's got all the elements there is some very awesome music throughout they're just they're wailing um whenever they're making this demon song and it does sound super cool yeah and then they have like cameos from actual bands like the um the tech help Krug who was electrocuted by the wire at the beginning Mm -hmm was actually what was he from oh god i'm terrible uh well he was actually from a band <laughs> 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 um but they have like cameos from actual like other bands other than foo fighters and yeah. they're playing real good fucking music the whole time and the the gore is good and it's silly it's a silly horror movie and so even like the kind of scary stuff that's happening it's not super scary because it is just silly and they're being so goofy the whole time and yeah i like the number of decapitations there there was a healthy amount of you know you know when the delivery man was getting decapitated oh yeah that was a great decapitation yes and then i liked the way the demons looked like like the the black they almost looked like just really heavy exhaust smoke with red eyes and and mouths so those were really cool yes Um, and all right so mcgruber always coming in to drop off his demo tape yep yep because he said he said oh the Foo Fighters you're Dave Grohl you're my second favorite band after Coldplay <laughs> <laughs> and Dave is like the there's like a pause like um okay <laughs> yeah exactly okay yeah. uh yeah so that's fucking awesome oh yes um, oh and there was a perfect there was a sex scene where the chainsaw comes up underneath samantha and ramey Mm -hmm. um as they're having sex they're killed by Grohl when he sneaks under yeah he's under the bed chainsaw drives it through their heads and all the way through their bodies and they just both split in half that was awesome that was and that's beautiful um dave as he's possessed like as it gets more and more possessed his teeth change and he looks very like demony and Mm -hmm. and Mm-hmm. um there's a part towards the beginning though where he's grilling and they hear like a weird noise and he goes to check and see what it was and this is after he had seen like some landscaper um who was actually the possessed front man but he he's grilling and they hear a weird noise and he's got this apron on that says kiss the chef and he's like i'm gonna go see what it is and he like goes and starts sneaking around with this bullshit barbecue tool and for some reason i just thought that was so hilarious it was the goofiest you know, shit. shit on purpose he's like yeah. i'm gonna look like an asshole do, 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 do. <laughs> just look like an idiot just like what are you gonna do with the barbecue fork like so silly so silly i died there were a couple points like that where just the what was happening even in a serious moment was just so silly yeah um they did that shit on purpose it was great you all have to watch it just for like the visual gems that are just like oh my god they did that yeah just silly just oh and the neighbor 
the na- oh yeah samantha the neighbor and she was just like and then it come to find out that she was the number one groupie for the front man in the 90s who yes. was and he was like she was like we were into like uh spectrophilia and bubble and somebody one of the band members i can't remember who said you were fucking ghosts <laughs> Like it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. She's going over. She basically lets them know what was happening with the book and everything. And it's just, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. And there's just a lot of funny little, they poke fun at themselves as a band. Dave pokes fun of himself as like rock star and diva. Yeah, diva. And, lead. You know, Exactly. Yeah. Even when Krug, before Krug gets electrocuted and Dave is like, he's setting up Dave's drums and he's like a little to the left, a little to the left. No, that's too much. Put it back. And then he does and he goes, you hear that? And Krug's like, yeah. And he goes, isn't that great? Krug just goes, whatever, Dave. Whatever, and Dave. then walks away. <laughs> and then later, later after Krug is dead and they're like, well, I guess fuck it. We're going to leave the house. And Dave was like, no, no. Krug really dug this place, especially where the drum sounded. And I was like, dude. <laughs> Krug did not give a shit about you. It was so funny. Um, so just really funny. Let Krug's death be in vain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He would have wanted us to finish this. Like he didn't give a shit. <laughs> in fact, no, you are the only opens, one. Exactly, it opens on him, and he was like, "I fucking hate this shit." Like. <laughs> says ever has said every tech ever setting up some bullshit location for a band exploitation it brings it all in it's perfect exactly so i mean just a lot of fun definitely recommend it just a totally different vibe from wild zero 100 percent different style of rock exploitation and you know obviously very much more modern it yeah. is what it is. And and because it's the foo and the foo is just they are what they are as far as status as a rock band and all of that. I mean, I don't think there really aren't any bands, in my opinion, that come close to what the Foo Fighters have been able to accomplish and the consistency and what they've put out and the way that they've been able to grow as a band and in their sound without sucking, I guess. <laughs> to yeah, put it without wavering in their talent or mm-hmm. their popularity it, it's yeah kind of well and I think that's part partially because they stay true to their sound not meaning that their sound doesn't change but it's it feels very authentic every time it doesn't feel like they're ever trying to make something that's not authentic yeah, for them as a just, band that's um, who they are at that point yeah yeah and I don't know if you saw the sonic highways and all of that shit and that was super cool and I think that was their first that was Dave's initial thing into like video and Mm -hmm. and the documentary kind of stuff and sonic highways was super cool so I like that they did this fun little who doesn't want to make a horror movie at some point it's just so fun especially if you're in a rock and roll yeah the gore the it's just fun I'm glad that they did that they were able to do this and it looked like they had a blast doing it like that was the I guess that was my main takeaway from the movie was they looked like they had so much fun yeah that you wanted to time. jump in and be there with them I was like I want to get hacked by something right now exactly exactly you just it just looks like the most fun experience and you couldn't help but share that joy in watching it yeah yeah that's that's, that's a good ending note <laughs> Any, any, any additional closing thoughts? 
No, that's my, that's my thought. I mean, obviously I love the Foo, so I'm probably a little bit biased in this. If you hated the Foo Fighters, I don't know that you would like this movie a whole lot. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'd be it fine, anyway. but yeah, I mean, watch it anyway. I don't know anybody who actually does, like actively doesn't like the Foo Fighters. That seems just ridiculous to me. Um, Maybe indifferent, but that is yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, even if you're just indifferent to it, I think you would like the movie. You got to at least acknowledge who, who the Foo are. But I think I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, I'm biased because I love the Foo. So, you know, love the that's Foo. mine. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. She What is best in life? Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. I hear a lamentation of the women. <laughs> <laughs>